The automobile business is fascinating, but probably never, never more fascinating than it is right now. Coming out of COVID, we've seen new car sales back up again. Used car prices are coming down. And the electrification, I think I saw the other day, 10% of the new cars sold globally last year were electric. Chris Nielsen is the executive vice president, product support, and chief quality officer for a Toyota Motor of North America. He joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. You know, and, and in, I think in Europe, was it in Germany, like 20% of, of the new automobiles sold were electric. This is, is this faster than, than the industry thought it was going to be? You know, in some ways, yes, but it's remarkable how it varies by, by region. You know, some regions, like you mentioned, parts of Europe, China, are, are moving a little bit more quickly. You know, other parts of the world are a little bit less so. You know, in the U.S., um, last year, about 25% of our sales were what we call electrified vehicles. And what we mean by that is um, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, a battery electric, or even a plug-in fuel cell vehicle, 25%. Wow. And by 2025, just a couple of years from now, every single vehicle in both our Toyota and Lexus lineup will offer an electrified option. You know, that's interesting because on the one hand, and correct me if I'm wrong, but my sense is these cars have a higher price up front. But by the same token, the maintenance is a lot less. And I guess it depends on what you pay for electricity, but it can be a heck of a lot cheaper to operate in the long run. So what's the driver? Why 25%? Well, you know, for, for us, it's really uh, based on customer demand. Customers are, are really interested in these vehicles now. Um, they're wanting to, to buy vehicles because a hybrid vehicle is no longer just about uh, fuel economy. It's about performance now. People want the excitement, the, the, the battery electric experience as a vehicle. You know, last year uh, we, we brought it to market the BZ4X. It's a Toyota brand battery electric vehicle. This year we'll be launching the, the Lexus RZ450E, 100% battery electric vehicle. And we expect by 2030, so just the start of the next decade globally, to be selling 3.5 million fully battery electric vehicles. Wow. So do you become totally integrated? I mean, do you, you don't want to be relying on somebody else's batteries or lithium supply or whatever, do you? No, we're absolutely committed to, to building our own capability uh, to produce batteries. In fact, we uh, announced... Um, over a year ago now, almost $4 billion investment to build our first battery manufacturing plant. It's in North Carolina. And with that is our, you know, the supply chain that goes along with it. You know, what's really interesting is that the minerals it takes to go into one battery electric vehicle, um, those same minerals could produce 90 hybrid vehicles. And so that's an interesting calculus as well. Yeah, it is. It, you know, if you think about reducing carbon emissions, you can reduce a lot more carbon emissions with 90 hybrid vehicles compared to one battery electric. And that's why to us, this diversified approach, letting the consumers decide what's best for their use, their lifestyle, really will allow us to reduce more carbon in the short term and also give customers, you know, better choice. Yeah. I mean, that's the interesting thing because there's a lot of education that goes on right now. And I guess it, some of it comes down to marketing is, is whether they give you, you give people what they want or try to tell them what they want. Maybe this is, you know, how do you present it in such a fashion? Say, well, have you considered fill in the blank? 
Yeah, that's true. And, you know, one thing I didn't mention uh, earlier to your question about is demand greater than what we uh, anticipated. Yeah, yeah consumer uh, demand is, is certainly strengthening. There's also government regulations as well that come out in terms of, you know, their corporate fleet and uh, emissions, greenhouse gas and those types of things. That's also a factor at play as well. So how to balance the different factors yet still give consumers really what they want and need. I think is going to be the real key for the coming years. So are you in a position, do you think, for 2023 to supply everything? The supply chain is all we heard about. And I guess that's why used car prices just soared. But it looks like the supply chain is easing up now. Easing up, still not at 100%. So, you know, the good news to consumers is that you're going to start to see more vehicles on dealers' lots. But still probably not as much as uh, is to, to meet the true demand that's, uh, that's out there. But it is improving. You know, semiconductor makers are increasing their capacity in production yeah. and production. And things are, you know, the skies are certainly brighter ahead. But that was the amazing thing to see automobiles completely finished with the exception of a semiconductor chip. <laughs> that I guess couldn't, you couldn't re-engineer something that, that was headed for a Nintendo and put it in a car. That's right. And, um, you know, I know it's frustrating to, to customers having to, to wait a little bit longer than they, they expected and everything. And, um, you know, it wasn't our practice to ship vehicles without uh, uh, chips. We felt like that created a little bit of a quality uh, risk. One thing we did do in some instances is, is uh, shipped a vehicle with a single key fob instead of two. And then the customers were able to get their vehicles sooner, right. wait several weeks until we had the supply of the second fob, and that seemed to be a pretty good uh, pretty good solution for us. So, so tell me what's going on up at Plano. You have that beautiful facility up there, um, all the Toyota, plus some sort of leading edge, you know, exploratory labs that, that work in a lot of areas up there. You, you got everybody back to work, everybody on campus? You know, our campus um, always stayed open during, during COVID, but we encouraged people to, you know, work remote. Uh, especially back in 2020 and in 2021. But um, really, everyone's uh, back working now in a hybrid environment. They work some days in the office or some days visiting our, our plants or dealers. Other days they may work at home depending on their schedule. And folks just love that flexibility now. It works better with their lifestyle. And, um, you know, we, we found that it's really productive for us. So um, that's our future. The irony, as maybe you're pointing out, is that we built this beautiful new campus to encourage people to collaborate, to get to know one another. And then for a couple of years, we were, we were mainly uh, remote. But, uh, but we're coming back, and people are loving being back together again. So this, you've been doing this. You've been in this business for a long time. We were talking. You're from Detroit. And, and you've been around the automobile business and in the automobile business a long time. My sense is there's more evolution in this industry over the last five or ten years than there has been maybe in the prior 40 or 50. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely spot on with that. You know, if you think about um, not only electrification, but think about autonomy. You know, that was a yeah. big story before covid and, and that's still a really important story. The safety features are being added to, to, to the vehicles. Oh, adaptive cruise control. I, I, I can't imagine having a car without adapt. It has saved my neck so many times. No, absolutely. And, and you know, especially think about new drivers or even drivers at the yeah. other end of the spectrum that are getting a little bit older, having those assists to keep them safe when they're driving. So I think you know, those safety features, autonomous type features are super important. Uh, connected as well. 
you know, everyone wants to be connected nowadays. You don't want, want to be without your, your, your phone and the like. But how can you do that safely in an automobile, keeping your eyes on the road? So keeping you seamlessly connected when you're in your home, when you're in your vehicle, you know, all of those things are key technologies that are absolutely changing everything about the automobile You know, I would, I would bet that State Farm and all state and the other insurers are happy about this, too. I would think it saves, probably avoids a lot of wrecks and saves a lot of lives that they don't have to pay off on. Sure, it absolutely does. And, um, you know, things like automatic emergency braking, where someone may take their eyes off the road for yeah. a moment, and yet the vehicle stops to avoid a, a collision, they're definitely saving lives, there's no doubt. It's a fun business. I, I, like I say, good time to be at it. Chris Nielsen is Executive Vice President with Toyota in uh, North America, Plano. It's good to have you with us. We wish you the best. David, thanks very much. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.